Welcome to One Weird Trick, a podcast giving advice for better living. Your hosts, Aaron and Cecily, have zero legal, medical, or psychological qualifications to give advice. Please consider any advice you receive from them as being from well-meaning, but human and imperfect friends. Please consult actual professionals for any serious legal, medical, or mental help you may need. And now, here's Cecily and Aaron. Hey everyone, welcome back to One Weird Trick, the show where we share tips and tricks to make your life better, easier, and more fun, unlike this intro. I'm your host, Aaron. And I am Cecily. And I think we got a great show today. So do I. I really do. Nice little Christmas show. A little nice year ender. Little old lang sign for y'all. It's it's tis the season. (laughs) I'm going to be given a weird trick, just one, to help your holidays be brighter. Literally. Then Cecily's going to give us tips and tricks for the best holidays ever. Sounds like multiple tricks coming your way to me. And that's savings you can pass on. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's like opening customers. a gift box from your grandpa and you open the card and it's like $100. Whoa, great. But then you, you know, sift past the wrapping and there's a T-shirt that doesn't quite fit. And Yeah. Yeah. yeah you get Just a little, bonus. A little extras. <laughs> <laughs> More than your money's worth anyway. Finally, we'll be open up the OWT at swizzbull.com mailbag to see what's waiting for us. Who knows what kind of weird tricks could be fine lurking within the tricks of Christmas past, present, and future. Yeah. No, I've been nice this year. I'm not peeking in that bag one second too soon. Yeah. Why risk it? Why risk it all? But before we begin, a couple of show notes. First, this is going to be the last podcast that we do for swizzbull.com this year. Uh, Three right turns and one weird trick are going into a mini hiatus. We're just going to skip an episode and we'll be back in January. I just want to let you guys know. So uh, you're going to be on your own because we're going to be going on to Christmas vacation after this week. Uh, So these tricks are going to have to tie. Now you know why we're giving you so many. You know, just just loading you up for the year because you're going to be Mm -hmm. like a, a one weird trick camel. You can literally not accuse us of not giving you enough content because we're doing our best. We're doing our best. And we're trying. You sign up for one or two. You've got many. So let's get this thing kicked off. I want to talk about uh, my weird trick, which is to go out and decorate your goddamn house. Now, before I get any feedback, I want to head it off. I know some of us out there. Don't celebrate Christmas because of reasons of religion and creed. And I don't want to suggest anyone should compromise their faith or principles. I mean, hell, I used to be in that position. You know, up until I was in my 30s, I didn't celebrate Christmas because I was a Jehovah's Witness. But absent some kind of ethical, moral dilemma, go ahead and decorate your house. So Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm talking all at least nominal Christians, all secular atheists, all keepers of the old pagan gods, you witches, you Odinists. Put up some damn lights. I'm telling you to go out and buy like an eight foot string of lights and just toss it somewhere because it's it's tis the season. Yeah, I'm not very familiar with religion, but I did ask a Jewish friend of mine if she decorated her house and she told me that she didn't because of its proximity to the road. But and, you know, the uh, whole Jewish thing, but (laughs) she's Jewish. Uh, which was the real reason for me asking. And there's no... Uh, I think you just committed a hate crime? Not at all. <laughs> not at all, apparently. A lot of Jewish people don't... This is not a holy holiday in the Jewish religion. Well, isn't Hanukkah like the festival of lights? So it's like Yeah, but have... it's not a holy religion like Christmas is. Interesting. It's the birth of Christ. This is just a celebration of a burning of a candle. Yeah. Oil that burns very slowly. They have lots of holy uh, days throughout their year, so... Oh. 
uh, yeah, there's no excuse. Then Jews, lights. We need lights. Because uh, I like driving <laughs> around. I like looking at lights this time of year. Mm-hmm. You know, when I drive through a neighborhood, it's all lit up. I feel much brighter, happier, full of cheer. Uh, when I drive through houses and things are all lit up, I like keeping track of the string, like a streak. Like you go, you know, eight, nine houses in a row. Uh, and I love I love pulling up to our house in the grim darkness of the winter. You know that's why we do this. It's the darkest times of the year. We're artificially um, boosting our cheer by putting up lights. And I love pulling up to our house, and our, and our house is just blazing cheerily there. It always makes me feel good. I, I want to harken back to the year two thousand eight. Uh, I had recently gone through a divorce in the late fall. I lost a huge part of my family, my friends, my personal community. Wasn't even going to get my kid the first half of Christmas break. Didn't bother putting up a tree. It's a pretty dark and gloomy time for me personally. But then I remembered one night, about a week before Christmas. Santa. No, not Santa. Oh. There's these LED icicle things that are on sale in like this discount bin when I was standing in line at CVS from some Sudafed, you know? Because uh, I also had a terrible cold at the time. It's just the worst. They're like $20 kind of fancy LED icicles that had like different repeating like patterns and dancing stuff. And they're pretty cool. I thought they looked neat. And because it's the week before Christmas, they were slapped on some discount bin for like, I don't know, half off. I got them for like 10 bucks or so. So I grabbed them. I got my drugs, drove home, and I just kind of slapped them up in front of the two windows. But in Santa my was room. the cashier. No, okay. no, it was a it was a dour woman wearing a hand brace, like so, you know one of those carpal tunnel braces. Mrs. Claus could be, could be Mrs. Claus. She does a lot of tinkering. Maybe that explains the wrist. <laughs> um, so I noticed, you know, I, I noticed something when I pulled up a home after the dark, um, after I put those lights in in the window. Is it always kind of made me smile? And all my life, when I was growing up as a J Dub, uh, my house was always one of those combo breakers for the neighborhood. Uh, you know, there might be a line of six houses before me and three after, but mine was always going to be the dark one. And now my house kind of fit in with the other neighbors because both of my neighbors kind of, you know, had a nice light display. And I thought that was pretty neat. And now I really appreciate a house with lights on, especially here in December when I'm driving around. Sometimes you see those really breathtaking, classy displays. Sometimes you see really elaborate and technologically sophisticated ones and they're all animated. They're like, and Yeah, pulse the music. And oh, things yeah. Like they that. Synchronize the music and mm-hmm. turn and, and tune into a radio station and hear the whole thing. And sometimes you see this just crazy hodgepodge of mismatched styles and colors and temperatures of lights with giant inflatable things and retro 70s plastic Santas. And I don't know if you guys know this, but that's how Swizzbold actually got its name. Mm-hmm. It's uh, you, Cecily, coined Me. that when we were out driving one night and, you know, we're trying to think of what you'd call these houses because it's it's the recognizable no style style. This technicolor, tacky, but undeniably bright and cheery throw everything but the kitchen sink approach of Christmas decorating. And you said it's Swiss bold. Right. It's everything we like. It's everything that is on sale. We're just going to throw it up because Christmas is bright and merry and that's Swiss bold. Yep. It's going to be some of that shit's going to be a decade out of date. It's going to be kind of tacky and kitschy. Some of it's coming into retro. Some of it's heading into retro. Especially if you like throw up new things that you bought this year that were on sale this year too. Just keep throwing more things on it and it keeps getting more outdated and yeah, that's so Swiss bold. That's how you go Swiss bold. And there's no judgment here. We love it. Yeah. Uh, Because there's all kinds of ways to light a house, you know, and there's really no wrong way to do it. But what I've really appreciated this year is kind of like the bare minimum. And I think I've seen a lot of this, you know, the people who just like put that one string of lights 
out or they hastily throw a net on a bush or maybe they're just hanging a wreath on the door. I see that and I appreciate it for two reasons because, you know, maybe it's a tough year for that person. Maybe they're a depressed divorced dad like I was. Maybe they're just lazy. The point is they did it anyway and I appreciate the effort no matter how small. And two... They're doing their part to light up the block. Mm-hmm. They're not being that combo breaker. Yeah, it's come four thirty. It's pitch black outside. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't matter what religion you're celebrating. Throw a little light out there. Uh, so I say, go out and get that five dollar string of fifty light bulbs. Toss it carelessly in your nearest bush. You don't even have to like undo the twist eye. Just throw the whole bunch in there, and that's all you can manage. <laughs> or you know. Maybe scotch tape it to the inside of a window mm-hmm. or drape it over the balcony of your apartment or wrap it around a, a porch column. Mm-hmm. Look, this isn't magic. It's not therapy. It's certainly not a selective serotonin uptake inhibitor. I knew I wouldn't be able to get through that one. But, you know, try it out. See if it doesn't make you smile just a little bit on the drive or walk home. And I guarantee some of your neighbors are going to notice and appreciate it, too. So that's my one weird trick. Spend five bucks on some lights, throw it up, see see what you can do. Maybe you can like as I also see like like sometimes there's like whole blocks of neighborhoods that are dark and then one person hangs up lights and then like two or three more do it and then more and more. Maybe you can be the start of something really bright and cheery this year. Yeah. And I cannot, you know, uh I cannot co sign enough about how it has nothing to do with religion or anything like that. It's just a dark time of the year and it's just it's great to see the lights out there. It really is. Really is. And it can mean nothing, but it means everything to the person seeing it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I've got I've got my own tips and tricks for the best holidays to ever have this year. Yeah, we didn't collaborate on this. It's just we came we came to the table with Christmas cheer. Yeah, holiday cheer. Mm, a Christmas miracle. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So, okay, so here are my recommendations for things to do to have the best holiday ever this year. Okay, so Aaron and I have made a secular Christmas list that we've been compiling over the years that we've recently made available to the public and hopefully can get printed on vinyl sometime soon. I don't know. It's still in the works. <laughs> the 17 vinyl the 17 sets. Set. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> three three songs per side. Uh, okay, so in order, uh, this is kind of a quick order. I could change my mind in the future as, you know, next year. Maybe I'll change my mind. But here are... Oh, if you want to get that Christmas list, by the way... Um, I'm going to throw in the show notes. I'm going to okay. drop it right in there. And, and also, it's on my Twitter. Like, it's my pinned, my, my pinned tweet on my Twitter, A. Ron Hubbard, BM, at Twitter. <laughs> Will you stop milking our listeners Mm-mm. for followers? Milking it. Milking it dry. All right. Well, while you're there, listen to my section real quick. <laughs> okay. So my top songs, period, my top Christmas songs that you should add to your holiday playlist. And this is in my favorite order. And these are all kind of obscure ones. Things, you know, I've got much higher favorites, but these are ones that I don't think you have you're on your list so far. So All right, weird shit. Listen up. Here it comes. <laughs> yeah. Number one, Purple Snowflakes by Marvin Gaye. Oh, good one. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. It's uh, I, I don't even know what to say what it's about. It's just a it's just a goodie. <laughs> just got just, just describing a, a winter wonderland. Yeah. 
but in purple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Second one, Santa Claus is Coming to Town by Bruce Springsteen. Uh, the live version. I don't, the know, if live version. I don't know if there's a I don't studio. I think there is one. But it's, it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This one may not be the best cover ever, but it's got the best intro ever. Yeah, like, you know, the boss is legendary for his crowd interaction and him. He just is having a good time with the the the, the band and the crowd. And <laughs> what did you say to that crowd up front? So, so it's you, there's, uh, you know, uh, there's, there's, there's y'all everybody been, ready for Christmas out here. Y'all been, everyone been good this y'all year. Y'all been good or what? Oh, it's not many. It's not many. Y'all in trouble out y'all here. Y'all in trouble out here. Yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun. You gotta you gotta check it and out. And towards the end, he's he's interacting with I think Clarence, who's doing the ho ho hos in the end. Yeah. And Bruce Springsteen cannot stop from laughing in those yeah. final verses. It's yeah. just it's good fun. It's fun. It's a fun. It's Christmas a classic song. song. You won't get a better version than that. The next one is I thought this might be in a lot of Christmas lists, but. I wasn't sure, so I added it on here because it's one of my favorites. I've got my love to keep me warm, the Katie Star remix. Oh yeah, the one that's mm-hmm. you know not the original. Da, 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 it's got da, 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 da. that. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> the next one is "Hard Candy Christmas" by Dolly Parton. Ah yes. We don't always have a great Christmas. I've had a number of Christmases that weren't so great. So sometimes we need that melancholy, bittersweet Dolly Parton tune to uh keep us right in the head and this is definitely one of them you know what that first christmas with the cvs lighting that's a hard candy christmas i didn't have the vocabulary to describe it yet i had not even known that dolly Dolly parton and had talked about it dolly does and dolly do that that christmas has been a lot a lot easier to get through if i had dolly tell tell giving giving me the the playbook (laughs) these next two are 2020 originals i think 2020 originals and that I just heard them this year. These are weird tricks, not necessarily uh, specifically accurate, factual. Right. Tips, exactly. Okay? Again, these are weird ones that you might not have on your, your music list this year. Uh, the next one is blame it on Christmas by Shay diamond and BB Rexa. Mm. Um, uh, we just heard this on the movie happiest Christmas that just premiered on Hulu this year. And it's it's a really cute one. You know, it does all the references to classic Christmas songs, but they're saying that, you know, just me being wild and being over enthusiastic and super in love with you is is all for Christmas. So blame it on that. Hmm. So, yeah, I wasn't sure that that was originally recorded anywhere, but I've only ever heard it here. So, yeah, I'd never heard it before this year, too. And it sounds like a retro, like if it, you know, it's like a retro kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Um, The next one I have here is Oh Santa! Exclamation point by Mariah Carey, Ariana Grande and Jennifer Hudson. Part of Mariah Carey's 2020 Christmas special. <clears throat> Again, another song I'm not sure that has an original and it might out there, but this is the first time I've heard it. Ariana Grande, when she debuted, she was n- known to be one of those women who can hit the whistle notes. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So to have Mariah Carey and Ariana Grande and Jennifer Husband. Jennifer's husband? Wow, a quartet. I like it. Jennifer's husband, but also Jennifer Hudson shows up at one point. Jennifer's Hudson's husband? (laughs) 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 Uh, Where do I go from there? I don't know. Next song. (laughs) 
no, no, no. The three women show up and one. they belt it. That's what you wanted to say. So these three women in Mariah Carey's 2020 Christmas special are really belting it out and really having a lot of fun. And it's an, an original-ish song. I'm calling it original because I've just heard it this year, but it's a good one. All right, next one, next song. I'm sorry to get my fingers ready to fact check your ass. Like, oh, is this a really original or did Bing Crosby in 1953? All right, here's an original that you cannot contest, okay? Okay. It's A Winter's Tale by Freddie Mercury. That is an original, that's true. This song, (laughs) this song. It's kind of like it's, in the same vein as like Paul McCarthy's uh, Wonderful Christmas Time and that it feels like a lazy effort because no. like Freddie Mercury wrote this song just looking out of his bay window. Uh, but that Malibu. doesn't mean it feels. But they've put in the sweat equity in the studio because they went all gave it the Queen's Wait, treatment. Are you saying that Freddie Mercury didn't put in the sweat equity writing the lyrics? Yeah, he's literally like, uh, seagulls are flying. Uh, there was a pelican down my window. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I hard disagree with Aaron right right here. All right. No, I'm just letting people know that I, when we get blown up in the comments, Mm -hmm. I hard disagree here. Okay. All right. People can judge for themselves. They got Spotify. It's, it's not like any Christmas tale you've ever heard, but please check it out. Add it to your playlist. (laughs) Okay. Next one is Santa Claus wants some loving by Albert King. And I'll let you take that one away. Tell me why this is important. We discovered this when we saw the Very Murray Christmas special, which was recorded back in in more innocent times back in 2015. And it is one of the one of my favorite, my my modern favorite classic Christmas specials. Uh, Who did it that made you fall in love? Huh? Who recorded the song that made you fall in love? Well, it was uh, Bill Murray and uh, George Clooney. Oh, that's hot. But, stop, uh, stop. I can only get so moist. And, and I, I, it sucks because <laughs> all of the songs on this special are bangers, but I cannot find them anywhere. They're not available online. They might be available as a CD, but they're not available in any of the online services that I use. So mm-hmm. uh, you can find your favorite your your favorite version because this is a remake. And it's a it's a great it's it's uh mm-hmm. it's a much bluesier baby making f- uh, version of I Caught Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. Yeah, no, I love this song because it takes an approach that I've never heard another uh, holiday song take before. Uh-huh. And that is that daddy is dressing up like Santa Claus and he's making all these dreams come true. But he's got to, you know, yeah. when the kids go to sleep, yeah. he's got to go to bed and get some I just finished wrapping my last damn uh, dollhouse here. I stuffed all them stockings and I'm ready to stuff one more. S- Santa's on his midnight creep cause Santa Santa's Claus needs coming some down loving. your chimney tonight. He sure is. He sure is. <laughs> okay, the next one I've got on my list is Under the Mistletoe by Sia. And Sia's got a great Christmas album. Oh, yeah. Some of them are. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. sure what year this came out. It's within the last five for sure. But she's got three songs that made it onto our Christmas list that you guys can find again in the show notes. Every Day is Christmas by Sia. No, no, no. Under the Mistletoe is the song that no, I'm talking about. No, this is the album. Oh, Every it is. Day okay, is Christmas. thank you. It's 2017 release. Okay, the song I'm talking about that I couldn't live without is Under the Mistletoe because it's just very, it's very romantic and sweet. And the and rest. Banger. Yeah, it's a good one. The next song I've got is Mr. Heat Miser by Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. God, this thing has been stuck in my head all fucking Christmas. <laughs> yes. 
in a way that just watching the song in the movie couldn't get you there. And this is from The Year Without Santa Claus, but it's redone by Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot more fun than the original song was, and it was just there. Mm. All right, the next one I've got is Christmas Wrapping by The Waitresses. Love it. That, used to, that was my, <laughs> like, um, that was the only Christmas song that I liked um, when I wasn't listening to Christmas music. I just, something about, I've always liked kind of like girl band bops and, you know, like that, like fast talking, monotone, uh, 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 you know, kind of like punkish thing always, always, always got me. Uh, and I really, really like it now too. Like the white person rap, yeah. like the spoken word rap, like beat poems. Yeah, is what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The waitresses are really good at that. So Christmas wrapping, spelled W R A P P I N G, not wrapping like wrapping. Which that's they completely that that was that was the clever play on words like Christmas R A P P I N G because. You're not doing, you're not rapping presents on this track. You're rapping, but that's the joke. It's Christmas rapping. That's Christmas rapping. And mm-hmm. then you spell it rapping, like rapping gifts. And it's warped back around. Like, what the hell are you doing? I don't know. I like the W-R-A-P spelling. Huh. Well, there you go. <laughs> okay. I got two more songs left. Uh, the next one is What Christmas Means to Me by CeeLo Green. Damn. This is a fucking booty shaker. It's yes. a great. It's a. It's a I think it's a remake of a Stevie Wonder original. Yeah. Uh, but holy hell, he he does it. He does it upright. Yes, it's very good. And then my final song on my list is "Christmas Tonight" by Dave Barnes and featuring Hillary Scott, who is the lead female singer of Lady Antebellum or whatever their name is now. It's a. It's a very kind of country collaboration, but it doesn't read as such when you listen to it in a Christmas context. But if you are looking for a non-problematic replacement to Baby It's Cold Outside, this is your song. Hmm. Because it's about a mutually... What's it called? It's uh, Christmas Tonight. Is that the don't know what we're missing? If we're... Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. So it's this, it's this couple who is together and living yeah. together. And they are debating on whether or not to go out and see their friends on Christmas and you know the guy is so hot for her that he can't let her go and it's Mm -hmm. it's it's so much less problematic but exactly the same tone yeah 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 that we don't you know none of us yeah we don't want to but we don't want to our friends won't care there's there's snow slightly on the road you know it's 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 dangerous Uh (laughs) all right i've got a recommend i've got a couple i've got three recommendations for entire albums that maybe you should listen to if you're interested Every Harry Connick Jr. Christmas album is on our playlist. He's pretty fucking good, yeah. He's yeah. very good. The second one, which may surprise you, is A Colbert Christmas, which is, has a lot of bangers, especially Can I Interest You in Hanukkah, his duet with Jon Stewart. Speaking of problematic Christian-Jewish relationships <laughs> at Christmas. <laughs> that one's really fun. That one gets stuck in my head a lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, especially the line, uh, what are candles? They are candles. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but he's got a lot of bangers on there. And then the final absolute total album that you need to purchase and have in your collection or add to your playlist is A Christmas Gift for You from Phil Spector. Man, this has got just a murderer's row of Motown Christmas classics. Especially the Winter is a Marshmallow World. Marshmallow World by Darlene Love is... 
is a winner, but there's mm. not a loser on no. the album at all. No, top to bottom, that's a that's a great album. Yeah. It, the Queen of Christmas, Darlene Love, appears prominently on there, and everyone else is is so great. It's it's just it, you could just play this album over and over again. That's your entire Christmas list. So, you ready to talk about movies that yeah, are perfect see, for Christmas? Move on the movies. Okay. These are just my personal favorites in the last few years, or just ever. I don't know. <laughs> First of all. The Grinch. And I mean every version. Oh, okay. You like them all. I'm not a Grinch fangirl. I don't fantasize about the Grinch, but I haven't seen a version I've disliked so far. Okay. (laughs) So I'm saying this before I've seen the Matthew Morrison-led version that just came out on YouTube. So let's just leave this on a positive note. Okay. Every version I have... Do we know that's bad? Or are you just saying you disavow it? I've heard some some bad rumblings. Okay. So before I see it and can speak on its behalf, I can just say that every version I like, the cartoon, it's like the original, the original Boris cartoon, Karloff. the 2000 version with Jim Carrey, which we just watched mm-hmm. last night, the live action, and the 2018 Grinch, which we first watched last year. Is that DreamWorks Illumination that did that one? Yes, okay. I believe so. Yeah, I actually think all of those have something to recommend themselves for. Yeah, for, absolutely, and they're all very different. Mm-hmm. Some people really hate the Jim Carrey one. I don't know that that's warranted. No, no. Again, we just watched it last night, and there are some there are some parts you could cut. There are some things you could change, but yeah. I loved it. Yeah, still do. Okay, speaking of every version, every version of the Nutcracker movie has been amazing. Hmm. <laughs> there are they have amazing moments. One of these days, I want to take all of our favorite sequences from all of these Nutcracker versions that have been Mm -hmm. filmed and make them into the one perfect movie. But I guess I'm specifically talking about the Maury Sindak and the Macaulay Culkin versions from 1986 and 1993, respectively. We got two other editions last uh, recommended to us last year that I um, have procured for this season that we haven't watched yet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Like a, an official like ballet, like I forget Metropolitan Ballet, some ones, some of that. Hmm. And so we had, we had a couple suggestions. Interesting. So we have some to add to the list, and we also saw it live last year too, which is a yeah. real treat. Yeah, whole family. Yeah, those are that's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Any version you can procure, I'm sure, will bring you Christmas joy. Okay, so the next recommendation for movies I have is the Christmas Prince trilogy. <laughs> it's you know it's a fun little dystopian farce. Here's the thing you gotta you gotta you gotta look up Jenny Nicholson's review on YouTube uh, before or after seeing it so she can because she does just a really funny breakdown of just how dystopic and just she just breaks down a lot of the like I mean this is like this is this is just Netflix doing Hallmark shit right it's every Christmas movie with slightly more budget slightly more budget slightly uh, slightly enough more budget that you can rent out an actual castle yeah at christmas time but still it's rather charming like hair and makeup mishaps and you know the plotting it's just it's it's ridiculous we love mystery science theatering of this thing right Uh, okay so i want to defend this against other hallmark movie channels because a lot of those i could watch eight hours of those movies and i have no idea what's going on but i'm just engaged in christmas and that's fun this has some some heft to it that you will, I don't know, might be slightly more engaged in. It's not background watching, but it also could be. Okay, so my next recommendation is 
The Christmas Chronicles. Yeah. All right. So imagine this, Aaron. We all want to fuck Santa, right? <laughs> I don't know about but that. But if this this series imagines, what if Santa wanted to fuck back? <laughs> but it's his wife, Mrs. Claus. But we all imagine it's us. It's a great it's a great series. This is this is a way too horny review. Here's mine. Uh this is this is the MCU Santa Claus movie we never got. That's what this is. Santa is big, he's badass, he's he's got colorful magic powers, mm. he can travel through time. Mm-hmm. Uh and you know, they're Maybe the second one's not as good as the first one, but the first one is a hell of a lot of fun and mm-hmm. really, really holds its own. And I think the second one is is fun too. So there. Yeah, yeah, I could change him. Kurt Russell, man, just a hell of a good <laughs> Santa Claus. What a fucking Santa Claus. Okay, my next that's, recommend- that's the mighty Thor Santa Claus. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what he is. My next recommendation is Klaus. Spelled K L A U S. Netflix original. I believe so. It came out last year. It's it's got a great voice acting cast, but that's not what should compel you to watch it. It's just it's a great story. It's animation beautifully style. animated. Oh, man, so it's like everything is like animated out of carved, charming carved wood statues or something. Yeah. I mean, not like stop motion. I mean, that's just the the hand spun kind of like, it's hard to describe. No, you're right. Santa Claus in this movie is a woodworker. So he's got this. Like Scandinavian anime. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly like that. And I just, I just wanted to pull that back to the original 2000 live action Grinch and that this has the heart that that movie lacks. Yes. And that the Grinch 2000 could be perfect if they had actually nailed down his origin story. Mm-hmm. I also think it's a really cool take on the Santa mythos, too. Yes. Yep. Exactly. All right. My next recommendation is White Christmas, the 1954 film, which we will soon to be seeing in theaters. Yeah. We uh, took up uh, Cinemark on a gracious offer to rent us out an entire theater uh, so that uh, me and uh, our family, or us and our family, uh, Jack, and uh, Jim and his wife, maybe their cat, can go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> emotion, their emotional support cat can go. You had and, me and, there for a half second. I was like, <laughs> before and, I said, I was like, why did they their cat get an invite, not ours? Well, because ours is a piece of shit. Uh-huh. But, but but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna uh, socially distant uh, distantly watch uh, White Christmas together. It's gonna be a real good time. Yeah, Uncle Jim's gonna watch our son in the back of the theater. Or in the front of the theater while we make love in the back. <laughs> but uh, this Again, is a good podcast, one. podcast way too horny. It's the horny police. Wee woo, wee woo. He's got pulled over. It's a very horny Christmas. But this is one of my favorites. I bought a vintage replica poster for this movie this year oh, to hang in our living room. Mm-hmm. It's It's one of my favorites. And I just saw it for the first time last year. And... I'm so late. I'm so late on this. But it's a good one. Bing Crosby, Rosemary Clooney. So mm-hmm. much talent. So 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 the eyes are so blue. Yeah. Okay, so I've got three final recommendations and I don't know how how well these stand up, but they are my favorites. Mm. So they are in this order. Muppets the Christmas Carol. That's a good one. We just watched that a couple years ago. Yeah, introduce some some classic verbiage as in, you the, know, there are this many sleeps until something. The Tiny Tim 
uh, version of Kermit the Frog, his little nephew. <laughs> so cute. So cute. On his little crutches. Mm-hmm. And then uh, two classic favorites of mine from my years growing up on Cartoon Network are all of the other reindeer, mm-hmm. which is a dog named Olive who thinks she's the other reindeer that Santa needs and the Powerpuff Girls Christmas special. Um, and every time I watch it up to like maybe two years ago, it still stands up. I love it. All right. Top episodes of television. Let's move right on here. First, I've got Community. Yeah. Abed's Uncontrollable Christmas and the Glee Club episode. Season two and three. Mm-hmm. Great holiday classics. Yeah. Yeah. That go down in easy 24 minutes flat. The uh, Abed's Uncontrollable Christmas is all in claymation and it's very heartwarming. Um, the uh, what is the the Glee Club Christmas? Mm-hmm. What was it? That that one's the one that's funnier. It's it's really funny. Mm-hmm. Got Taron Killam. Taron Killam in it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so other Christmas specials that may not go down so easy, but you should really devote many nights to are the Downton Abbey specials. Yeah, if you, I mean, you have to have seen it's, Downton Abbey, but like, it's such a great way to just revisit the series because, like, yeah, it's a lovely show that fundamentally understands the importance of Christmas and it gives us an extra long season closer every episode mm-hmm. or every series rather. And some of them, some of them get pretty melodramatic in the later years, but those first two or three are just, just fucking perfect, man. Mm-hmm. So good. Did you say fundamentally? If so, Maybe. I like it. In fact, I'm going to start adopting it. Fundamentally. Fun- it's it's fundamentally <laughs> <laughs> a Christmas episode. Uh, okay. Christmas specials. Every year has their own. And some years they're very specific to the year and they don't have much like staying power. Um, I couldn't find any that really did have some staying power, but I may be forgetting some. But this year in 2020, Mariah Carey's magical Christmas special was fun. Getting divas together like Mariah Carey and Ariana Grande. uh, It was just a lot of fun to get those people together. And then, you know, she kept teasing her big Christmas song. The only Christmas song that she's ever written herself. Just so you know which was a lot of like uproar recently because it's been revealed. She wrote that herself. Hmm. Uh, Teasing it throughout before she came back to an encore of her doing her big Christmas song. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I'm comparing that to like the Disney sing-along special that they released this year. That's the one I fell asleep during. That's my review. Yeah. (laughs) It's the one I don't think you made it through to fall asleep to. It just bored you so instantly. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't great. Chloe and Hallie were amazing, but ah, there's not much to it. But the other Christmas special that I think you guys should pay attention to is the Rockettes Christmas special, which we we watch every year. And it's uh, those women are just great all the time. So the Rockettes dressed as toy soldiers never gets old. The Rockettes dressed as nutcrackers never gets old. And of course, them kicking in unison never gets old. It's just all that's the thing. It's like all the synchronized dancing is just kind of mesmerizing in its own way. Mm-hmm. The clockwork and the fact that they're all the exact same height and roughly the same build. And it's just kind of really mesmerizing in a very kaleidoscopic way. Yeah, yeah, it's a very fractal. It's very fractal long legs kicking all, all eternally. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I don't want to belittle these women at all, but I feel like Christmas is what they live for. I'm not sure what they do with the rest of the year. Maybe yeah, they've what? got some sort of like the, 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 yeah. mermaid the, the kind of kaleidoscope thing in July. I don't know. Lots but... of kicking. Lots of kicking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But every year they're on screen. You should. You should uh, subscribe. Because they've always been uh, streaming too. Have they? Because I thought this was a one year. When you, I thought this was only a one year deal. Like we see them. No, no, like, no. They're, they're in always the online. Okay. Yeah. This year, Trans-Siberian Orchestra is doing a um, a live streaming event instead of doing their tour because of COVID and everything. And if you don't know, Trans-Siberian Orchestra is like a heavy metal, like not not like a death metal, but like a you know uh, like a you know eighties hair band metal type of uh, symphon- symphonic Christmas song. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of doing their countrywide tour this year they're just doing a one night only event on december 18th to do a live stream of their christmas dreamscapes and nightmares and (laughs) whatever it is that heavy metal guys do but Uh yeah truck pull too this year too (laughs) (laughs) all right so top cookies we're going to talk about top cookies for this year you ready Mm -hmm. these are my favorites that i can make myself S'mores cookies. Essentially make a traditional chocolate chip cookie. Mix in some mini marshmallows. Bake on a graham cracker for five minutes. Press in a Hershey square and bake for another five minutes. Perfect s'mores cookie. It's really good. I, there's something that's 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 a particular spice about it that always makes it feel like Christmas. But God, just what a flavor. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, you're as far away from eating s'mores around a summer campfire as you can get. Well, guess what? They're coming out piping hot from the oven, and uh, I do love them. It's cinnamon. Don't tell him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next cookie that are my favorites are the Funfetti cookies, and that is very much what it sounds like. Use Funfetti cake mix to make cookies. Add some fun sprinkles on top to give it extra flavor and color on top, and uh, a cake of cookie. That's what it is. A cakey cookie. A cakey cookie. The next one are pretzel chocolate rounds. And these have a little bit more fun name in our household. Uh, we call those, what do you say, Aaron? I don't know. What are they? I don't know, Aaron. What are they? I don't know, Cecily. What are they? Okay. They're Jesus tits. Ah, I wanted you to be the profane one this year. <laughs> and so you're the you one take... that called them that. I, I asked yeah, them, no, what do you call right, these? Right. So you take a circle-shaped pretzel... First year we're together. First Christmas we're together. I did she this. I did out. this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but I did this because I'm profane. Take a circle shaped pretzel and then put a Hershey's Kiss right in the middle, and it can be any flavor, peppermint or you know the Kiss flavor, which is like white chocolate and any whatever kiss. kind of like Christmas flavor they've whatever got weird this ass year. Kiss you can get. Yeah. Some put caramel it, in it. Fuck it. Line your baking sheet with parchment Eggnog. paper. Put the circles down. Put a Hershey's Kiss in the middle. Bake it in the oven for like one to two minutes whenever they start to get melty and then pull them out and then tr- push in a M&M yeah. or M&M type product. Just an M&M. You put them on top of the tip of the Hershey and you <laughs> smush them down to they're like flush them with down, the yeah. pretzel. And then sit them out in air temperature until they set. And then you can pull them off the parchment paper and stuff them into your packaging. Air temperature? Air temperature? Room temperature air, actually, preferably. 
And then finally, what are you guys going to do for Christmas? If you can't get together with your family, if you can't exchange gifts, if you can't go out to the bars and have Christmas, what are you guys going to do? Hang out lights, I just said. Hang out lights. That's a thing that you can do Mm -hmm. that seems like work. But what you can do for fun, you guys can try to go to some local light shows and your... uh, community or state parks yeah we just went to a snazzy one at uh, coney island the other night yeah they're i mean it's a very socially distanced way to go out and do something together where there will be a lot of people but still lack of airflow with those people and uh you can do some other things like going to your festival of lights or whatever they call it at your local zoo mm-hmm as long as it's outdoors and socially distanced, that's a great idea yeah, to get Cincinnati's out and do something doing together. Like, uh, scheduled times and like, you know, strictly monitoring the attendance and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. If you are living in a place where you don't get super cold temperatures during Christmas, then you can go out and have a picnic with your family to see them and celebrate uh, holidays, whatever it is you guys do. But that's a... Uh, Light shows are a great way, you know, even if you, if there's not like a a sponsored light show in your area that has music that goes along with it, you can go to drive through your neighborhood and compare your lights to everyone else in your neighborhood and maybe shout out your windows about how better you are than them. Oh, just appreciate the effort. (laughs) Or you can also drive through some more affluent neighborhoods. There you go. Treat it like Halloween. (laughs) Yeah. Drive through there and just see what everyone else has the going same, on. It's the a free same light show. Yeah. Same neighborhood that hands out the full-size candy bars. They Boom. go all out for Christmas. Go. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's where you find those animatronic light displays. The laser light <laughs> Christmas displays. Yeah. So, that's been a lot. But those are my tips and tricks for making the best of the holiday season that you can. Man. In a pandemic. That was a lot. That was a lot. And uh, next year, Santa will bring the vaccine for us all, and we can get back to having a real Christmas, not these virtual Zoom jobs uh, in 2021. Uh, now we got to invite the advice segment. It's not going to be advice segment. It's going to be a, a, a praise segment this this uh, this week. Uh, if you do want advice in the new year, you know, new year, new you. Uh, 2021 is a whole new ball game. Lots of lots of time to the 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 whole other, whole year to to make ourselves better and happier and all that kind of stuff. Some of these things we you know, we've, we've been talking about, uh, you know, how we can practice our social skills and stuff. We can start to put those into motion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you want to to request a trick or send a trick, do it at owt at swizzbold dot com. Uh, all right, our first one for this week. Yeah is from the bearer of glad tidings of comfort and joy. Mm. So they say, not a question or a topic here, just a note of thanks. Just a note of holiday things. All right, I'm not going to stop editing on the fly. The holidays implied. (laughs) I hope you realize what a gift and a service it is that you two do one weird trick. Yesterday, when listening to the latest one weird trick, it struck me so strongly that the impact of your new work is having on me. You may not be doctors, <laughs> lawyers, or licensed psychologists. Very true. We are not either of those things. Yeah. But by spending your time developing topics and then allowing for a forum where you let people share and respond in a compassionate way to try and help people with mental health, self-improvement, and just living this life. Can I add an editorial note here? Sure. People are having trouble enjoying 
Christmas and or the holidays. End quote. (laughs) Such a gift. And I want to thank you. I may not relate to each issue you guys address, but many I do. As a widower, father of two teens, including a daughter struggling with sexual identity, mental wellness is a daily struggle and a focus in my home. What you are doing, sharing struggles of religion, depression, abuse, and helping people feel not alone, it really matters. And I hope you know that. That that really helps. Thank you so much for saying that. Very kind. They continue, you are entertaining people, but you are also good people. And everyone needs to hear that every so often. I hope you are able to continue to produce all the content you want. I will continue to support you as a Bald Move Club member and Swizzbold Patreon as long as I do. I'm going to try to muster the courage to participate more in the community with more questions and comments for lunch. One weird trick and three right turns. But please know when it is not for me, I get value out of it every time. Happy holidays to you. Happy holidays to you, bear of glad tidings and joy of comfort and joy. Uh, That's really kind, you know, um, especially over in a bald news side. We don't usually read a lot of the praise, but we thought, uh, you know, we didn't get a, a lot of feedback this week. And we got this one. It was really heartfelt and touching. And uh, my my heart is swollen three sizes. Uh, too big. I ought to go to see a doctor about that. That's uh, it's actually a sign of some serious problems. Your heart's enlarged. Uh, it's labored. It's not working as well. But no, I I do I do appreciate that. That's uh, that's really sweet. It's really sweet and it's really cute. Yeah, that's that's great feedback. Thank you so much for that. I think Cecily's choked up. I think she's having a Christmas moment here. I'm having a Christmas moment this here. This is a Hallmark movie uh moment. This is where. Uh, the boy comes and says, stay here in the Christmas village. Don't go back to your your shitty job in the city where you manufacture misery. Come stay with me at my wreath shop in <laughs> in Snowdew Valley where it's Christmas, 365 <laughs> day, 364 days a year. We take one day off just so everybody knows how shitty it is. And then we go right back to Christmas. That's that's the point. That's that's part of the podcast we're at right now. Yeah, there's um, and, and tears in her eyes. She's trying to find the words to say yes. There's a certain <laughs> subset of people that will immediately get uh, an emotional reaction from me, and that is Aaron. Tell me the first two. Uh, little little boys wearing glasses. Yes. Old men eating by themselves at a yes. restaurant alone. And three is uh, widowed men who are raising children by their own. That's. That'll just cut right to the core of me. Mm. And uh, just people who, and number four is just people who really understand other people's situations and want to do the best they can. That's very nice. I'm really appreciative that as a citizen of the world that you're doing the best you can to raise the best children that you can because... To get to get to the whole year, the whole world to try your best uh, to raise your kids in a in a in a loving manner, you right? Because that, it's it's much easier to just tell people that they're not who they are, and then you can yeah cause emotional damage forever, and that's super easy, but yeah. it's super painful for everyone. But um, extending yeah. your own self a little bit more to understand other people and try to help raise your children the best you can it takes a lot less work. And a little bit more understanding. So, happy holidays. Happy holidays to everyone. I hope you guys have the best holidays ever, whatever they are. 
Happy Honda Days. Happy Honda Days. Happy Honda Days. Happy Honda Days. As the civics start selling. (laughs) Happy Honda Days to you. And with that note. I'm not crying. We have an outro, don't we? We will be back in the new year. 2021 if we ever make it for the next three right turns and one weird trick episodes and alexis and i will be finishing out our second season of the his dark materials podcast on the swiss bold entertainment podcast this year if you have alternate takes on anything we've said on one weird trick or any advice that we give here or you see things from a different perspective if you have your own questions or advice that you're seeking from us, you can write that into us at OWT at You can also find us on all of the social medias at swizzbold.com. Give us a like and follow too while you're there. It really helps. Aaron, Jim, and I really appreciate the support of people exactly like you on Patreon. You can become a patron yourself if you're not already at patreon.com slash swizzbold. We'll be hosting our next Patreon live stream on Tuesday, December 15th at 8 p.m. Eastern. So get your questions and topics in soon. All right. So right now, I really want to thank all of our Fred Level patrons by name. Angela Morano, Arvin Rao, Anuki Young, Brandon DeVito, Byron Rasmussen, George Pieperdell, Greg Rasp, James Taylor, Jared Harrelman, Lisa Singleton, Jordan Hoyt, Kira Grusho, Laura Luthi, Mark Hahn, Dave Satterley, Slava Kasraliovic, and that's all. Again, thanks. And remember, so- every Patreon pledge <clears throat> is a vote for more Swizzbold. So, again, if you guys want to become a patron yourselves, go to patreon.com slash Swizzbold. If you like what we're doing here and you'd like to support us, thanks again, and we'll see you next time. See you next year. See you next year.